Hi, it's Mark Sisson from MarksDailyApple.com. Enjoy this audio narration of a recent MarksDailyApple.com post by Tina Lehman. Subscribe to this podcast channel so you don't miss anything from the blog and read my daily posts on living awesome and much more at MarksDailyApple.com. Mark's Top 10 Tips for a Successful Whole30 Next month, Primal Kitchen will be teaming up with the Whole30 crew to help support people during the Whole30 program. The guidelines complement the Primal Blueprint, after all, and the Primal Blueprint is a common after-Whole30 approach to long-term health for many folks. The Whole30 itself offers incredibly valuable feedback on the effects of certain foods on your health. And it's an amazing kickstart for turning your diet and well-being around. Today, I thought I'd offer up my top tips for a successful Whole30 experience. Number one, eat enough food. A Whole30 typically results in inadvertent calorie reduction for multiple reasons. You're eating more nutrient-dense foods, so your body doesn't feel the need to cram in empty calories in a vain attempt to obtain the necessary vitamins and minerals. You're probably also eating more fat and protein than before, which are far more satiating than empty refined carbohydrates. You have steady, even energy throughout the day from better fat burning, and no longer need those glucose infusions called snacks to stay awake. There is, however, such a thing as too little food. Micronutrients are great and all, but we must also eat for sheer energetic purposes. Calories matter. Don't shortchange yourself here. Number two, don't worry too much about macronutrients. I'm obviously a low-carb guy. For the past dozen years or so, I've eaten in the 150 grams or lower range, give or take a few days. For the past three years, I've strayed even lower, spending a fair amount of time in ketosis. Most regular people are eating far too many carbohydrates, more than their activity level and lifestyles warrant and they would probably do better and be healthier on a lower-carb diet. But for the Whole30, I recommend that people not get too dogmatic in either direction and simply focus on the Whole30 guidelines. Eat what feels right. Stick to the script Melissa has laid out, avoid the foods you should be avoiding, favor the foods you should be favoring, and let the macros fall where they may. Most people will probably end up eating less carbohydrate and more fat and protein, but that isn't a given. A Whole30 deserves your full attention. Focusing on other dietary variables just detracts from that focus. Number three, enlist a friend. Before you actually start the Whole30, get a friend, relative, or significant other to join the party. You can support each other, help with meals, trade tips, exercise together, Keep each other honest and true. Offer a needed pep talk now and then, and most importantly, you'll have someone who's relying on you to stick with that program. This can really help when things get hard and you start to feel lazy. Number four, treat the recommendations as rules. The Whole30 has official rules and it has recommended guidelines. The rules you know. Don't eat grains, legumes, dairy, alcohol, or added sugar. Don't weigh yourself, avoid certain preservatives and food additives, and don't recreate junk food with good ingredients. The guidelines you may not. They include don't eat too much fruit, don't eat fruit and nut bars, don't snack, choose organic and grass-fed, 
and limit or avoid smoothies. While these might feel like overly strict guidelines for a lifetime of eating, for the 30 days that you're doing the Whole30, following them can offer you even more insight into how your body works and what makes you tick. I strongly suggest that you take these guidelines as rules. You'll simply get better results. And again, it's just 30 days. You can do that. Do you have to? No, of course not. For that matter, you don't have to follow the Whole30 at all. But given that you have agreed to do it, it's not much more of a leap to adhere to the guidelines as well. Number five, focus on legit meals, not snack foods that technically qualify. You could eat two cups of mac nuts, a coconut cream latte, beef jerky, and carrot sticks dipped in guacamole for your entire day's food intake and still be Whole30. Or you could eat eggs and spinach for breakfast, a big-ass salad for lunch, and a grilled steak with asparagus for dinner and fresh nectarines for dessert. Which is the better choice? Make the better choice. Don't turn Whole30-compliant snack foods into meals. Number six, keep salad makings on hand at all times. A salad is just the perfect Whole30, or any diet really, meal. It's a great way to get all your vegetables, plenty of meat and protein and fat, herbs and nuts and seeds. You can even throw in some fruit or starchier veggies like winter squash or purple sweet potatoes if you want. The salad bowl is simply the ideal canvas for a healthy, enjoyable way of eating, but it does take time to prepare. Here are a few things to have on hand. For greens, lettuces, baby greens, kale, and spinach. For cooked meat, sliced steak, roasted chicken, and grilled salmon. Preserved meat, smoked salmon, smoked oysters, and canned tuna. Chopped veggies, of course, onions, carrots, broccoli, cauliflower, zucchini, and garlic. And roasted veggies, all of the above and some of the below, which is whole veggies. Cherry tomatoes, cucumbers, and tomatoes. Fruits have berries, apples, and dried apricots. Nuts, mac, almond, walnut, and pistachios. And for seeds, hemp, sunflower, and pumpkin. Dressing options include all Primal Kitchen varieties and oil and vinegar. That isn't an exhaustive list, but it's a great start. If you have something from every category ready to go, you can whip up a healthy, filling, Whole30 compliant meal in under 10 minutes. Number seven, show, don't tell. The Whole30 works really well, which makes sense as it's like distilling ancestral-leading practices. And when things go well, we want to tell the entire world. It's hard not to when you feel so good, and despite dutifully avoiding scales and body fat measurements, you look so good. Feel free to answer questions like, have you lost weight? Or, why did you just eat half a roast chicken for breakfast? Or, what's with all the avocados, dude? You shouldn't ignore people, but refrain from actively converting those around you. Don't stand on street corners with flyers and placards. Don't take every opportunity to hold mini-lectures at business lunches and midday meetings. This stuff works. It'll show. And they will come to you. And if they don't, they aren't interested, and you should accept that. 
Your focus for the 30 days should be on yourself and your progress. Number eight, don't get cocky. Stick to the script. You might be feeling good midway through. You might be looking leaner, feeling stronger, like nothing can get you down. You might decide you have some latitude here. Maybe you need a reward for all your hard work. Maybe you should have a slice with your friends at happy hour. I mean, it's just pizza, and you've come so far in two weeks, I bet your gut is healed and tight junctions all secure. Right? Don't do it. Stay with the protocol. Follow the rules. Two weeks isn't enough to clear the system. You'll start back at square one and squander all the hard work you've done. 30 days is not too much to ask, and the amount of data you can gain from doing the full whole 30 as prescribed can have positive reverberations for the rest of your life. We're all adults here. Exert some free will, or act as if you have free will if you're the deterministic type. Don't get cocky yet. Number nine, stock your pantry, fridge, and freezer for emergencies. Disaster strikes and we need to be ready. I'm not even talking about true disasters, hurricanes, earthquakes, zombie apocalypses. I mean traffic jams, five o'clock meetings, parent-teacher conferences, after-school gymnastic classes, and the simple crushing weight of banal responsibility that can impede our ability to get fresh meals on the table. It's good to be prepared with something healthy and fast. And sure, a growing number of restaurants and grocery stores are offering convenient, primal-friendly fare, but eating out adds up quickly. Here's what I suggest. In your freezer, keep some frozen ground beef, a few quarts of bone broth, a medley of frozen veggies, and a few fillets of frozen fish. In the pantry, keep sardines, tuna, smoked oysters, and beef jerky. In the fridge, keep cooked and cooled potatoes and yams, peeled winter squash, asparagus, lasts about a week if fresh, and a hearty leafy green, kale, chard, etc. Eggs, too, and maybe a roasted chicken or a roasted leg of lamb. With those foods, you can have a solid meal on the table in 10 to 15 minutes. And number 10, don't neglect all the other stuff. The Whole30 is all about diet. It's a complete overhaul of how most people eat. So it pays to make that the entire focus. But the other stuff, the various lifestyle factors that we talk about all the time on Mark's Daily Apple, don't stop affecting your health. Heating the other variables will make your Whole30 experience go more smoothly anyway. For example, your Whole30 will go better if you get to bed at a reasonable time each night and practice good sleep hygiene. Your Whole30 will go better if you move every day and train hard a few times a week. Your Whole30 will go better if you spend time with friends, family, and loved ones. Enjoy good Whole30 meals, but don't forget to also enjoy life. As always, I appreciate you listening today. Hope this helps get you prepared and enjoy your day.